Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Your Major Money Misnomer series. As always, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to click that subscribe or follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Those stars, those reviews, they mean a big difference for us in helping other young families out there. Last week, we discussed schedule goals, achieve goals, to help you better understand how most people incorrectly connect goals solely with pass or fail, and how changing our mindset to be using goals to instead give ourselves a better opportunity in moving forward to some degree in a better direction can really produce great benefits, real tangible results. So check that out if you haven't already. Today, we are discussing your home, the American dream, right? But specifically, why in most cases, you should not be looking at your home as an investment, despite what you likely have heard to this point in your life. We're going to discuss what you need to know about what really kind of needs to be true to define something as an investment and what you can do in changing your mental approach to avoid some potential negative consequences as a result of that traditional mindset. Now, when I was younger, I hated orange juice. That acidic taste, or whatever you would call it, just was not for me. (laughs) Never enjoyed it or anything like that. Growing up, though, it was kind of always touted, or at least that's how I interpreted it, as a health kind of a drink, more or less. You know, there's all this vitamin C in it and so on and so forth. So I looked at it as like, oh, if you drink orange juice, you're being healthy. Now, I can picture kids in the commercials drinking it. And then afterwards, they have, you know, that huge smile on their face because, you know, they they felt so healthy. And uh, as such, I tried to force myself to drink it, especially when I was sick, thinking I was doing a really great job. In my adult life, it was pointed out to me that orange juice actually has the same amount of sugar content drop for drop as a can of soda. And, you know, that was rather astounding to me. And now I drink water with a vitamin C supplement on the side, you know, even better. So if you think back, you can probably recall one food or another you thought was really good for you growing up that maybe you have, you know, changed opinions on down the road as you've grown up. So what you need to know is that viewing your home as an investment may sound like it makes perfect sense. However, if you break it down in real terms, it may not exactly look that way. Now, you know, I'm not saying to not buy your own home. I'm a homeowner. (laughs) I'm just saying to adjust the way you're looking at it and the actual reasons for owning the home. To be an investment in just kind of the traditional or basic sense, you need to buy something today, have an expectation of it rising, And then lastly, an expectation of sometimes selling it in the future at that higher value. So, you know, I buy ABC investment for retirement. I expect it to go up. Then when I retire, I expect to sell it at that higher price to pay for my retirement. With a home, if you're planning on living in that home long term, maybe forever, then that last part is not true. You have no real time frame when you plan to sell it and actually realize a gain as a traditional investment would operate. You know, really, if you want to consider it in an investment, it's an investment for your kids. As if you live there forever, they are going to sell it after you're dead and gone, and they will just realize the profits. Now, if you're buying a real estate property today specifically because you think at some point in the future it's going to go up, and when that happens, you're going to sell it. So from the very start, the sole purpose is making a profit, 
then that is a different story. I would agree then that is an investment. That's why I didn't say real estate isn't an investment. I said your home isn't an investment. You're likely living in your home first and foremost because it's what you feel is best for your family at this moment in time. And that is the focus. And to me, it should be the focus. Whether it be proximity to work, the school district for your kids, that is by far the biggest reason I'm sure why you're there. So number one is being your home. Whether you make money when it's sold 30 years from now or not, I'm guessing is not your primary driver. Same thing if you purchase a second home by a lake or the beach or up in the mountains. It's another place to go that your family will enjoy and that you will make great memories in. Again, the primary driver is not appreciation and selling down the road to make a profit. So what you can do is adjust that initial mindset. A home is an expense and one that you're willing to take on for the lifestyle you want for your family. Where people get into trouble with having that home is an investment mentality is that it can often cause you to overextend yourself. Say you're looking at a home that is out of your price range. The realtor might say, yeah, but it's in a great knit area. It's up and coming. It's a great investment for you and your family. And you get to thinking, hey, yeah, that's true. You know, maybe I should buy this home. However, like we just said, if you aren't planning on selling this house anytime soon and the primary reason isn't making a profit, then this makes it a home, not an investment. You will now be in a situation maybe of having a large mortgage you can't really afford, maybe much less you can save towards retirement or other goals, or you know maybe even a negative cash flow. Potentially making your overall financial situation worse is not a good investment. Same thing goes for a second home. When we speak to clients about another home, if that is one of their goals, we go through if they can afford the second home and or you know how that will affect the other goals and timelines we have already laid out. Whether the house will appreciate or not is not part of the decision process. Again, it's a second home. There's that word again, not an investment property. So a recap of today is that it's really important to mentally separate out a property that is your home from one that is an investment property. They are two different things. A home is where you choose to live with your family for that lifestyle. That's 99% of the reason for buying it. A real estate investment property is different in that you're buying it specifically to make a profit. The goal is appreciation to receive a profit. So when dealing with decisions for your home, make the primary focus on if it would make you happy, if you can afford to do it, and if it will cause you to have to adjust any of your other goals by doing so. So not investment profits again. Now, I personally am happy to share that I plan on being on my in my home long term. So when we designed our kitchen, for example, we designed it for how it would make us the happiest, not what would have the highest resale value. So finally, be careful when dealing with home decisions to not overextend yourself based on it being, you know, quote unquote, a good investment. If it just makes you financially stretched or unstable, then it's actually a bad investment pretty much every time. Thanks so much for tuning in today. As always, as we always say here at the end, if you're able to implement what we cover, that is fantastic. You have less to worry about than before, and we can focus more on just enjoying life. If you are wanting help, though, with these things or have questions you need help in clarifying, check out that Ask Joe section on the show's website, www.enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. Again, if you enjoyed this episode specifically, 
Please make sure to follow us or subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. The next episode is long-term disability. More likely to happen where we're going to break down what statistically is actually the more likely insurance you could need to have in place to protect your income and family. Until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.